0: bingo Mm -hmm. when you have everything as a as a human unfortunately many times when you have everything you find no need for god yeah and that's what moses is telling his people do not forget who brought you out of egypt who brought you out of bondage Welcome to Seek with Abandon. My name is Candy. I'm Melissa. And we are so blessed you are here. <laughs> anyway, so today we're going to talk about Deuteronomy chapter six. So there is just so, so much. Oh my gosh. So much that when uh, we got together to study our next podcast we were like uh where do you have anything no do you have anything no okay so let's start with i think we started with humility humility and then ended up not in humility we were um, close we went down a rabbit hole as we always do and we went
1: down a few rabbit holes and then
0: yeah a few and actually this podcast is one of two that we're going to do today today. Um, not not post them. We'll post one on one Monday, and one on another, right. but they kind of intertwined mm-hmm. and we were like, this is a lot of information. And so we
1: decided, let's make two. There was actually enough information to do four podcasts. Probably, yeah. Because I've pulled out about four different ideas from what we've studied. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's God's Word. It's alive. You know, the Word is alive because it just is. And so it will, if you want to know something, if you want to study, if you want to learn, you can definitely do that with God's Word Mm because it will open up areas. It will take you here. It will take you there. And it's just, it's really... Quite amazing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, and by the way, Melissa does have a mic. She just puts it over there somewhere.
1: Hey, it picks up, so I don't need to on my (laughs) face.
0: I would have my mic out out of the picture, but unfortunately, I also have uh, equipment over there. Equipment over here. So anyway, Um, so we're going to go through. Deuteronomy Mm 6 and I think we decided uh, the reason what we saw in Deuteronomy 6 was very much like what is going on in today's world Mm -hmm. and so it's applicable to see that there's nothing new under the sun like Solomon said. Right. Right. That um, what has been going on has Always been going on. I mean, in today's society, it's we took it to the next level. I
1: don't know if we did or not, though, honestly. Well, yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. you
0: know. Yeah, we're in well, a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah,
1: and I mean, even if you go back to the times of Noah. Yeah,
0: it yeah. It was so
1: bad at that point in time that God just couldn't do anything, and he was just like, I, I just have to pretty much kind of erase everything and start over. Right, right, so. As far as humans go, so.
0: Know that there is coming another day of erasing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And um, if you don't know Jesus, I'm going to put this out there. If you don't know Jesus uh, and you want to know more about him, please feel free to comment. And yeah, uh, on the show notes, I'm going to put an email address that you can email. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know Jesus, if you want to know more about him, um, if you want to know more about salvation, if you want to know, if you want to know that, we're gonna uh, we're gonna post that on our show notes so that you can contact us. And I know that opens us up to some crazy emails, and that's okay, because I would much rather give someone the opportunity to reach out. Right. Um, but that's not what this is about. But I wanted to throw that out there. We don't often throw that out there because our audience, we assume the majority of our audience is already Christians. Mm-hmm. But if you are not, you can be.
1: We had VBS last month. And I mean, we live in a small town, I guess kind of in the Bible Belt. hmm yeah. And it was just mind-blowing to us that there were some kids who showed up and they had never heard about Jesus or God, had yeah. no clue. So, you know, we always
0: want to open that door, Mm -hmm. always want to open that door to getting to know who Jesus is, what he did for us, and how that you can accept him and have the gift of the Holy Spirit living inside of you and guiding you and directing you. And on top of that, you get to spend eternity with God. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty good deal. Yep. Anyway, so let's go into Deuteronomy 6, and we will start with one. Uh, Just to give you a background, this is right at the time that the children of Israel are getting ready to walk into the promised land. Mm -hmm. So Moses is giving some advice to the children of Israel before they walk into the promised land. Now you all know that Moses didn't get to do that. Mm-mm. But he prepared them for what could happen. Should that you could, you thought of something else, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it was a different podcast we were thinking. Yeah. About,
0: <laughs> so uh, he's getting them prepared for walking into that that city or that land of milk mm-hmm. and honey. So let's get started. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I commanded thee, thou and thy son, thou and thee uh, commanded thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. So he's saying here, Behold, like when Jesus would say behold, mm-hmm. or or anywhere in scripture, it means Pay attention. Right. You know, he's saying here, hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it. So he's telling them, I'm giving you some pointers here, mm-hmm. some ways to live, some and what to do, you need to do them. right? And it says, hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Gee, we've heard that before, right? Yeah. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. So when are we supposed to... uh, Teach them to our children all day, every day, all the time. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. So a frontlet is, and thou shalt bind them as a sign on your hands and forearms, and they shall be used as bands on your forehead. So just in other words, they're always before you. They're always... Part of you. Um, it says, and thou shalt write upon them upon the posts of thy house, and on thy gates. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers to Abraham, to Isaac, Isaac and Jacob, and to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. Now I want, I want you to pay attention to what he says right here. So um, you're getting sidly, cities, goodly cities, meaning you know something of value. Mm-hmm. But you didn't build it, right? And the house and house is full of all good things which thou fillest not, so you didn't put those things in that mm-hmm. house. And wells digged which thou diggest not, so Given you some wells, vineyards, and olive trees, which thou plantest not when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Okay, so he's saying you're you're getting things. You're you're getting all of these things because when they went into the land flowing with milk and honey, they took over
1: mm-hmm.
0: that that right. land. Right. There were there were people there.
1: There were, and you also have to remember. This is at the end of 40 years Mm -hmm. of wandering in the desert and depending on God for everything. There was a cloud that they followed during the day. There was Mm -hmm. fire that they followed at night, manna that fell from the heavens for them to eat on. I mean, he provided everything for them while they were wandering in the wilderness. Right. And they wandered in the wilderness
0: because because
1: of their... Rebellion. Rebellion and disobedience. Yeah. They could it could have been a straight shot. But Yeah. So he is taking them into this place that is, I mean, it's a turnkey city. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I it's, mean you just go in go find in a house you like and inhabit it and you're good.
0: Yeah. I mean imagine that. Imagine uh somebody saying, Okay, here's here's five houses. What they're all furnished,
1: anything you could need, just mm-hmm. pick one that's what this was like your food is here your vineyard I mean your gardens have already been planted your vineyards are planted you know they're they're producing Mm -hmm. right you know everything that you have or that you're going to need is already here it's already I mean it's literally it's like you you go into a place and like she said you know here's all these homes and oh by the way dinner's fixed the fridges are stocked um, there's not any bills that you have to worry about um, gardens are good to go. If yeah, you like, like horses, there's horses back there. It's fine. I mean, it it's everything that you you want, you need. Mm-hmm. It's it's done. Right, right. And so
0: I want to put it, like we put it in something that, you know, today's world, of course, that would never happen. But it did happen for the Israelites. Mm-hmm. And, well, it could happen if God wanted it to. Exactly. But, you know, um, So the way that we can apply that to today's society is we have the internet. Mm -hmm. We don't even, okay, there was a time, some -hmm. of you may remember, some of you may not, but there was a time where if you wanted to know something, you either talked to someone who knew, who was older usually, or you went to the library and you had to understand the dewey decimal system mm-hmm. and you opened up a little file cabinet car that catalog. had little card catalog and you looked for something that was you know similar to what you're looking for and you wrote that down on a piece of paper and then you went to go look for it in the library and you actually sat down and you actually read mm-hmm. and took notes when you wanted to learn something new now We have the internet Yep. right at our finger. I mean, I could pick up this right here and type in Google something, and within seconds, I can know what I need to know. Mm -hmm. All right, so we live in a, I like to call it a microwave society, where if we want something, we just call, we get online, we Google it, whatever we, I mean, I love ClickList, which is what Kroger has. Mm -hmm. If you're not in the South, Kroger's mainly in the South, I believe, and Midwest maybe. Um, But for those of you who, gosh, I don't know what they have now on the East Coast, but um, you go to the grocery store, most grocery stores have it where you can get on their website and make your order. and go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Some places, the bigger cities, they'll deliver it to you. And we have Instacart here mm-hmm. where they'll deliver it to yep. you if you want to. So we have this society where if I need if I need a ride somewhere and I don't want to drive, I just Uber. If I uh, don't want to go to the grocery store to even pick up my groceries, I Instacart. If I don't feel like leaving my house but I want to steak, I go to De- DoorDash. I mean, we live in that society, a microwave society, where everything is is there for the taking. Everything is there to grab easily within minutes.
1: Well, and again, you know, a lot of people still do a garden, but you got grocery stores, you or, or you got you the want.
0: farmers market during the the summer months. If you want fresh produce, you don't have to buy. Uh, or do a garden if that's not your thing which by the way (laughs) brown thumb thank you if you don't want to do a garden you can go to the farmer's market Mm -hmm. on saturday right and grab yourself tomatoes and all the things and enjoy fresh produce fresh grown produce without doing the work Mm -hmm. this is what this was like for them yeah they walked in there they didn't have to do the work
1: right they just got to reap the the
0: benefits this is what he says after he says you didn't you didn't plant the gardens you didn't build the houses you didn't fill the houses you didn't do any of that but you're getting ready but he says in 12 then beware lest thou forget the lord which brought thee forth out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage bingo Mm -hmm. when you have everything as a as a human unfortunately many times when you have everything you find no need for God. Yeah. And that's what Moses is telling his people. Do not forget who brought you out of Egypt, who brought you out of bondage. Christian, do not forget who brought you out of your old man and gave you a new man. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Don't forget who was there when you lost your mom or you lost your dad or uh, you got really sick or your kid was really sick. Who was there? Who was there and didn't leave your side? The Lord. Who healed your kid? The Lord. Who healed you? The Lord. Who made a way when there seemed to be no way? The Lord. The Lord. So this is, and and this goes for Christians as well as enlightening those who are not Christians that the Lord is who provides what's good. Mm-hmm. If there's anything good in your life, and I'm talking if if you get a pepperoni pizza and you just love pepperoni pizza and it's good, that's from God. Mm-hmm. Anything good in your life, including including if you're not born again.
1: Right. Right. Because
0: let me tell you something: if there wasn't a Holy Spirit in this world, this world would would be evil, and there would be nothing to stop it. Mm-mm. And there's evil in this world already, but it is tamped down because God is still in the place. Right. You know what I mean? If there was no God, and there was evil, would run rampant. And trust me when I tell you. You ain't seen nothing. Eric, there you go. So, uh, and then it says, uh, when it says, when he says, I brought you out of the house of bondage, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. Ye shall, and what he means by that one is, uh, thou shalt fear the Lord, meaning only the Lord, and thou shalt serve him with all filled reverence. And profound respect and make oaths by his name alone. So, um, one of the samples of an oath by his name is when we swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, and we're putting our hand on scripture. I don't even know if they use scripture anymore, but I'm not sure. But I know in the past they've used the Bible. Uh, when you swear in a court of law. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what that means there. Um, Then he says, "Ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people, which are around about you. Mm -hmm. Wow. When I read this, I was like, what I stopped. I was like, wow, that's today. Yeah. Because God is okay. I'm, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to put some things out there. God is saying that don't go after money, fame. Um, think of things that people worship. Your children. Vanity. Vanity, right? Um, going after plastic. Honey, you know, 50, 30, 50, 30. Trust me. I get it. <laughs> I've thought about it. But, um, you know, it's fame. Uh, We grow old for a reason, you know. Uh, What we lose in looks, we gain in wisdom. So there you go. But anyway, or at least I hope I do. (laughs) What are you laughing about? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, it says, Thou shalt not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are around you. And how many times have we heard in church sermons being preached on that? It even says in scripture, love not the world, neither the things in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in Mm -hmm. him. So we're taught behind the pulpit. We read it in scripture that we do not love the things of this world. We should do what? Love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, mm-hmm. with all thy soul, and with all thy might. That means there's no room to love anything else. Right. I'm not, and I'm not saying you don't love your kids. This love is different. Mm-hmm. This is the type of love that pursues and continuously pursues. Mm-hmm. So if I'm pursuing money and I'm pursuing making my children happy and... And making them, um, I don't know, do well in sports, and I and I, you know, find pride. Which, by the way, there's no room for pride no. in a Christian's life. But I find pride in how well my child is doing, and I pursue that to encourage them to to do that. And because not because I want them to do well, but because it makes me look good. Right. That's an idol Mm -hmm. or makes me feel good. That's an idol. Right. You, you need to, you know, you can make your kids your idol. So don't do that. Mm -mm. Your kids have a place as well as your husband and God has a place in your life and they need to be in their rightful place. And, and I know that is not popular to say that. It's not. It really isn't. You have people saying, you know, I my kids come first. In a Christian's life, that should not be. Mm-mm. God should come first. God comes first. Your spouse comes second. Then your children. Mm-hmm. Because if you put God first, and if you and your spouse love the Lord and you You both are putting him first, and then you put each other second. Your kids will do so well. Yeah. You won't have to worry about your children.
1: Not to say that that's not difficult to do in this day and age where there's so many distractions. I mean, there's so many activities at school for kids, and the parents are running constantly, getting them to and from activities, ball games, clubs, just events that the schools do it's really hard to keep that perspective
0: let me tell you something and we're just gonna i'm just gonna put it out there because and let me preface it with this this is my opinion some of you may disagree and that's okay it is okay to tell your child one or two activities Mm -hmm. that is it it is okay to do that because you have to have time, and it's not selfish, it's boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're teaching your child that you have boundaries, and it's okay for them to have them. You know, that mom and dad work full-time, so we are willing to do one activity, um, you know, in the fall, and one activity in the spring. One, whether that activity be part of a, you know, maybe you're part of a club. Maybe you are a sports. You know, your kids love sports. You do one sport in the, um, you know, in the fall. One sport in the spring. Let me tell you something. You teach your child one thing that focusing on one thing and doing it well is important. Mm-hmm. And these people that have. Oh, I'm in soccer and football and this and that in this club and that club, and all you're doing is running around, taking your kids here and that. First of all, they're not getting the the fulfillment of doing one thing well Mm -hmm. that they would, and and you're also uh, promoting stress in your kid. Like being in too many things Mm -hmm. is stressful. Yeah, plus having having school so. But uh, but let's go back to what we're talking about these idols. So when I heard that, when I read that, that don't of the gods of the people which are around about you. So Moses is telling them, you're going to walk into a land, and there are going to be people who don't believe the way that you do. Mm -hmm. They don't believe in the gods you believe in. They believe in their own gods, little Mm -hmm. g gods, and so. Don't let that influence you. Remember where you came from. Mm -hmm. And all I can say to a Christian is, remember the oracles of your faith, the the base of your Mm -hmm. faith. Don't ever forget that. No matter what situation you're in, let your light shine. Don't let the things of this world And what this world expects of you to dim your light. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I'm a mom, you're a mom. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure in being everything to every kid and everyone and everything around you. You know, you should have the clean house. You should have all your laundry done. You should have... Your kids in everything that's possible. You should uh, have the best marriage and have this and have that. And there's a lot of pressure to be the perfect wife and mother. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, it It doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. I don't care how much somebody puts on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok about how wonderful their life is. They're showing you the highlights. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the real thing. And it may be the only highlights in their life. Yeah. It might be all they have. But you're thinking, well, that's all I see is they're going here. They're doing this. They have such the, look at the picture of those two together. They always look so much in love. Trust me. She's tired of something he does and he's tired of something she does. It does. <laughs> It's just how it is. So uh, don't think that, you know, they have a charm to life because there's no such thing. No. And don't put, you know, just don't put those those things before God. Right. If anything, I encourage you not to. So it uh, it says, for the Lord thy God is a jealous God Mm -hmm. among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Let me tell you something; He could do that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know. Uh, ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Massa. So, let's talk about Massa. Backstory. Massa uh, was named, he, he, I think he named it Mass. the area Massa and Mariba. Mariba. yes. Massa is the place Moses named where he had um, used the rod and smite the rock. So that water would come out of it, because the children of Israel were dying of thirst. There wasn't any water where they were at. I mean, it was a desert. So they, he smote the the Lord told him,
1: you, because the children of Israel were
0: tempting him. Yeah, were tempting God, which is they a were tempting thing to do. God, and so he smote the rock, and the water came out. And he said, "I'm going to name this Massa, for you have."
1: Tempted the Lord mm-hmm. and Massa means to tempt. Right. So, and that was Exodus seventeen seven if anybody's interested in reading yeah. that. Um
0: so that's the reason why he called it that or he said uh ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Massa. So mm-hmm. that's what that means. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers. So he told Abraham that the land would be his, that there would be he would have sons and daughters as the sands that mm-hmm. you know, so as the stars in the sky at one point. Um, he had promised this to isaac and to jacob so i mean this was a promised land Mm -hmm. and he's saying that uh this is a good land which which god had promised them had said it was coming right hence the promised land exactly to cast out thine enemies from before thee as the lord hath spoken and when thy son asks asketh thee in time to come saying, what mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? Then thou shalt say unto thy son, we were Pharaoh's bondsmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And so he's telling them, don't forget these things, because you're going to want to tell your sons and your grandsons and your great-grandsons about what happened here, right. to remind them and that is what that is what those times that you go through cuz it rains on the just and the unjust christians mm-hmm. aren't um you know exempt from hard times and god gets you through those hard times and you use those as a remembrance when you're going through hard times again to remember that god delivered you here mm-hmm so he will deliver you here. Exactly. And that's the reason why Moses is saying, this is, remember these things so that you could tell your sons and grandsons that God is good and he del- he's a deliverer of his people so that when times get tough you can remember that God is our deliverer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the Lord showed signs and wonders and great and soar upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. So that was all of the plagues. Um, the plagues, the, the, plagues, the <laughs> frogs, the, uh, the water turning of blood, all that stuff. Yep. And he said, And he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he sware under our fathers. And the Lord command and, and this is interesting. I'm just gonna throw this out here. This may be what we're talking about in our second podcast today, but I'm just gonna give a little I don't know, foreshadowing a little little peek. And it said, and he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swear under our fathers. What did Jesus do? He brought us out from the world. Mm-hmm. And that he might bring us in to his family yep. to give us the land which he swear. And that was, I go to prepare for you a place. And so these foreshadowings and these things that are so similar, it's just, I love when scripture connects like mm-hmm. that. its It just gives it, it, it reminds you that it's alive. Then it says, and... Okay, and the Lord commanded you, uh, commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always, and he, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he commanded us. So he's just saying, this is for your good. mm mm-hmm that the Lord, you do, you know, God is, I love this is, if then, if you do this, then I will do this. Mm -hmm. So pretty much he's saying that if you fear the Lord, our God, our God for our good always, then he might preserve us alive as it is this day. And it shall be our righteousness. If we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he had commanded us. So in, an, in other words, you do this mm-hmm. and God will do this. right? So this whole chapter, when we got to this chapter and we read it, it was like, wow. To me, what pulled out of it is this is today. Mm-hmm. We can take this and apply this to today's culture, mm-hmm. to today's culture. Sadly, sometimes to today's culture in the church and to what Moses told them to watch out for because, because they were going into the promised land, because they were going into a place where they didn't have to work to have what they needed right then, Mm -hmm. that it would be so easy to forget who brought you there to begin with. Right. And... He warned them to watch out for that. But as we know, reading through scripture, they forgot it mm-hmm. often and had to be reminded, which we do as well. And we do that as well. We get we get into a routine of running here, running there, doing this, doing that, then coming home and chilling out in front of the TV or at the computer and we forget that God even is there. Until, oops, I have a problem. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then we, so I just firmly believe, and we discussed this, that God will allow things to come into your life to remind you that you still need him. Mm -hmm. And some people will disagree with that. But they'll say, no, God is good. Well, that is good. Yeah. It is good that God does that. It is good that he reminds me when I get so busy in my life that I haven't looked at scripture, that I haven't prayed, that I haven't done the things to maintain that relationship with him. He, the way that he leaves the 99 and comes and gets you, why does he have to leave the 99 and come and get you? Because you're in a pickle.
1: Yep. You know, you're in a spot. You've allowed yourself or you have gotten yourself into a predicament that you cannot get out of yourself. And so God says, hey, remember me? You know? Mm -hmm.
0: And I believe God allows us to be tested in that way. And not everybody, and, and that's different than tempted. God doesn't tempt. No. God tests. There's a difference between the two. He doesn't put something in front of me that he knows is going to tempt me and say, now let's see if you you know, you know, go after it. No, that's not it. Um, he tests me. So he might put me in a situation where I need him more.
1: Right. It's just like, you know, God is our father. He, You can put him, look at him in that parental mm-hmm. situation. You know, if you've got a kid and they're 16 and they've got their license, you don't just say, okay. Go have fun. No. Yeah. You're going to give them rules. You're going to give them guidelines. You're going to set those boundaries so that you can see how they do with that situation.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to hold on to your kid and put a hedge about them all the time. And then at 18, go, okay, go ahead. No, no you're you going want to prepare them, them.
1: You're going to give them little situations to see how they handle themselves or test them before they get to an age to where they can be out on their own to make sure that you've done what you need to do and all of the lessons that and then if they if they, need, if they fail
0: at something it's a
1: learning experience it's
0: learning you learn and so where do we learn the most as a Christian we learn in the valley mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in the valley right and so here's a thought if you aren't learning in the valley, maybe that's why you keep going back into the valley. Go, keep going back in. So learn what you need to learn. Listen to the Lord. Then you could come on the mountaintop and get some rest. Mm-hmm. And then Don't sooner, forget when you're on the mountain, though. <laughs> who brought you out of that?
1: Don't right? go into autopilot. Yeah, and,
0: and we all do it. I've done mm-hmm. it. You've done mm-hmm. it. I mean, we all do that there's too
1: many distractions in this world and i i don't think it even matters the technology and the advancements that we have in today's society i think even if we would have lived back in the time of adam and eve there would have been too many distractions if it would have just been four people on this earth there would still be distractions oh yeah
0: there's nothing new under the sun Mm -hmm. you know uh just different culture different Uh, different things to to distract you. Well,
1: it doesn't matter if you live in the USA, if you live in China, if you live in Egypt, if you live in Antarctica. There is, it's people. People all have generally the same type of nature. Mm -hmm. So what we experience, it may be a little bit different as far as the environmental elements around us influencing that, but at the heart of the matter, you know, like if you have um, an area with a drug problem, that's mm. not just that area. That's worldwide. Right. Now, the extent of it or the type of drugs or something like that may change, but at the at the heart of it, it's still a drug issue. Right. A drug problem. It's not anything different. It's a worldwide issue. And, and don't think, hey, they had that problem in... Yep. Jesus time. People got drunk. Yep.
0: You know, they had addiction issues back mm-hmm. then. There's nothing new under the sun. And that's human nature. Yeah. It's human nature to love shiny things, to be distracted, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I get distracted all the time. Trust me. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that um, I really enjoyed getting, digging into six, mm-hmm. uh, chapter six of Deuteronomy. Uh, I definitely, as we always do, encourage you to dig even deeper, uh, to to look at it, to study it out, because trust me when I tell you, that chapter alone, you could probably do numerous lessons from that chapter Mm -hmm. alone. Not to mention the whole book, but that chapter alone is, yeah, it's fire. Mm -hmm. So... Thank you so much for joining us. If um, you are want to share, maybe something you pulled out of this, mm-hmm. please comment. If you're on our Facebook page, comment down below uh, when I post this. If you are on Instagram, um, we're not real active on Instagram, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I promise. I know I keep saying that, but we're getting there. The we distractions. are most, distractions. Distractions. Yeah. <laughs> We are most active on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't been a part of that, uh, it's seek with abandon on Facebook. Also YouTube, you'll, as you see us now, um, we're on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe and give us a thumbs up. If you uh, found value and enjoyed our content. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else? Oh, again, I want to remind you that if you have a question about Jesus, about salvation, about what it means to be a Christian, please, uh, you can email us at seekwithabandon at gmail.com, and we'd be more than happy mm-hmm. to help you, answer you, and hopefully lead you to the Lord, lead you where where eternity's at. Because yep. that's when eternity starts, mm-hmm. is when you accept Christ as your Savior. And I guess that's it. We will see you again in these beautiful outfits we have on. We'll see you again. um, And we're going to talk a little bit more about the Old Testament Mm -hmm. and the New Testament and a whole lot of Jesus. So uh, in your world, it'll be next Monday. So make sure that you tune in for that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome, awesome study and we thank you for being here. And so thanks for listening to Seek With Abandon. I'm Candy. I'm Melissa. And see you later. Bye. Bye.